Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Spartans are sweet again. Congratulations on on advancing. I'm not sure seats matter like they used to, Rich. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Eric Musselman has his shirt off. My wife, you know, she let me know that, that that was not a good thing not to do it again. Today's guests. Bengals tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Princeton head coach Mitch Henderson. Buccaneers quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Bears wide receiver, DJ Moore. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Live on the Roku channel, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us. We're also live on Sirius XM Odyssey. We're live. Uh, we're free on the Roku channel every single day from noon to 3 Eastern time. We are live and every Roku device that there is known to man. We're live on select Samsung Smart TVs, Amazon Fire TV, the Roku app, the Roku channel.com. You miss anything, our Roku channel feed, uh, the stream, it's on channel 210 on the Roku channel. We re-air every single day. We're also available on our podcast form. We slice up this show, pop it on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman, in your usual spot. How are you, sir? Good to uh, see I mean, you. I'm dry at the moment, I guess. DJ <laughs> Mikey <laughs> Diaz and D's right. Nuts is not here once again today. He's preparing for tonight's baseball game. Yeah. Uh, good to see you over there, Jason Feller. By the way, good when I say you. that sort of thing, I'm, I'm thrilled to see you. I just don't understand why Mike needs the day off so he can do a night game. I believe you. <laughs> Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson. Light the candle. How are you? Candles lit. I remember the days when it didn't rain. I know. I don't. No, I. I, it's, I it's don't. Very Do you hard. think people really I, care across the country that's no, raining in Los Angeles? Absolutely not. It's, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like complaining about your poker hand, right? Everybody's got a bad beat. Yeah, but it's been raining for three. Complaining months about your now. fantasy team that's been yeah. great all year long, and then you get God, to the playoffs and there's guy. no games to be played. None of your guys are playing. So, I mean, that happens, too. Do you oh, want boy. people? You, should I start the show with my fantasy team that was dynamite all year and I can't get anybody to play a basketball game this week? You've been talking endless smack for 20 weeks. That's true. Endless. And, well, that's because I won 16 of the 19 weeks. And, and now, yeah, and, here we go. And now you're just like, congrats, Don, on moving on. Yeah. And you're just like, it's Monday. Yeah, relax. Wow, I can count games. Um, <laughs> you can count games. I can count games. Okay, I can count well, how many games my guy's available. Why are we not in Vegas right now? I'm going against MB, who had another huge night last night. Yeah, took the L. In a four-game week for your Philadelphia 76ers. And they uh, battling out with Brockman's Celtics for the two-seed right now. That's 
I mean, that's of interest in the NBA right now. The Knicks and the Cavs are battling for the home playoff spot in the 4-5 series. 54 points out of Julius Randle last night. Still can't beat the Timberwolves in Madison Square Garden. The Timberwolves don't have their two best players. Crazy. We're waiting to see how everything shakes out in the um, playing game. My my guy, I love Damian Lillard. He he basically waved the white flag saying we're we're out of it for the 10 seed. Man. And uh and uh, second week of April is when the and the uh um NBA playing tournament begins. So that's coming into the final throws. We've got uh, NCAA tournament action coming up on Thursday night. We're talking to Mitch Henderson, the head coach of Princeton basketball later on today. So uh, former Princeton player, he played with Pete Carrill and bouncing UCLA all those years ago. Now he's, he's bouncing uh, Arizona and Missouri to make the sweet 16 Princeton making its way into the sweet 16 for the first time I, I guess in the field of 64, they used to make the Sweet 16 then when they were just like, what, thir- 32 teams? Just got to beat one. You got to just win one game. You're in the Sweet 16. Like, that, back when Bill ago. Bradley was winning uh, Princeton tournament basketball games, taking on Creighton yep. in Louisville. So uh, I imagine he's either in Kentucky today or making his way from uh, South Jersey to Kentucky. So we'll talk with him in hour number two. We've got uh, half of the team captains of Oklahoma Sooner football from the 2018 season. Um, or 2017 season into 2018 when they were drafted. Um, we have Orlando Brown Jr. now protecting Joe Burrow in Cincinnati after, by the way, talk about guys that he's protected. Lamar Jackson, he was drafted in the same draft as Lamar Jackson by Baltimore in 2018. Then he gets traded to Kansas City where he's protecting Patrick Mahomes. In, uh, and he was part of that offensive line that shut out Philadelphia in the Super Bowl this year. And then um, he hits the free agent market. The uh, Chiefs choose not to franchise tag him, let him walk. And lo and behold, he's now protecting Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. How about that? No slouches. <laughs> and this is after he protected our second hour guest, Baker Mayfield, in college. So he knows how to uh, protect uh, significantly talented quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield chiming in from Tampa, where he's the new quarterback. Love it. We haven't spoken to him. In a, forever. It's been a while. So years. It's, it has been years, right? Yeah. So now, now he's here on the program, or at least he'll be calling in from Tampa, Florida. And then DJ Moore, the new Chicago Bear, will be joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show in hour number three. Good times on all of that. Um, Rich, you skipped over something about Orlando Brown real quick. What did I skip over? Well, played for the Ravens. What did Lamar Jackson do? Won MVP. Uh-huh. Went to the Chiefs. Oh. What did Patrick Mahomes do? He won MVP. Now he's going to Cincy. Brockman, do we put our money on uh, Joe B? For yes. MVP? 1, for MVP? 1, should, we, should we bring this up to Orlando uh, Brown Jr.? I'm just saying. He's well got done. the magic Thousand. touch there. Look at TJ Jefferson producing from the corner. <laughs> Great job. Joe Burrow, 7-1 to one to an MVP right Let's, now. Hey, put 100 on him. 100 what? Uh, cents. Okay. <laughs> well, all you have to do is put 80 down because Brockman still owes you 20 from last year's draft. Touche. And he's the one who'd probably be putting the bet in for you. Touche. Touche. He is my guy when it he comes to your, such your guy when it comes to <laughs> Everybody needs a guy. It's on You're my guy. So. Hey, you know who's not the guy yet in New York? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
we need like a little graphic, like days, you know, just waiting on Roger. Days without like, Aaron. Like days without Aaron. Consecutive is frozen like this right now. Something, you know. Do not adjust your television screen. You know, it's people. not the guy yet in New York. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> hey. there. Where, where, where? Aaron might be up the coast here, getting rained on in Malibu. I'd say that's a doing his good. workouts, going through his workouts. workouts I yeah. bet you he is up there. I don't yeah. know. Could be in New York already, looking at real estate, knowing oh. that he's going to wind up there. <laughs> he could be looking in New Jersey for real estate, knowing say, he could wind up there. Come on, because it's a New York metropolitan area. You know, it's going to happen. <laughs> we all know it's going to happen. Mark Murphy is the president of the Green Bay Packers. And you, if you read all you, the deep dives on Rodgers and the, the latest deep dive, I think you sent it to me, right, uh, Chris? Send it around the, the group text chain in the ringer? Mm-hmm. Or you tweeted it out or oh, something like that? Okay, I read really, that. Thanks really to your story. tweeting it out. Really good stuff. All right, doing deep dives on Aaron Rodgers yeah. and where things turned and what's going on in his head. And, and, and you, you peg the Rodgers turn in Green Bay to Ted Thompson – being uh, the general manager one day and the Oops, guy who brought Rodgers in and sent Favre the, yep. to, uh, to the Jets and, uh, and then started building around Rodgers and then no longer it's Ted's gig, it's Brian Gutekunst's gig and uh, we all know how that's turned out. Well, I mean, they drafted Jordan Love and then Rodgers did come up with two MVP seasons. But anyway. Long story short, Rodgers is not yet a Jet, and Mark Murphy and the Gutekunst-led Packers are finally on the verge of turning to Jordan Love as Rodgers saw coming too. We've seen it all coming. Rodgers is going to be a Jet. The Packers can't keep him. Jets need him. Rodgers wants out. We call it a win for everybody to get this deal done, but it's not done yet. Uh-uh. Mark Murphy spoke at, what's this called, a tech conference? A Wisconsin Tech Summit. Oh, I like that. In Lambeau Field. Good fantasy name. Who knew there was such a thing? <laughs> hey, there's yeah. tech in all 50 states. Why not Wisconsin? They're one of the 50 states. Everything sounds better when you call it a, a summit. It's a, you know what? This is a Rich a Eisen summit. Show tech summit. You know why? Because we're streaming on a lot of tech. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're listening to us on a lot of tech. So, we have now reached the portion of the Rich Eisen Show Tech Summit. <laughs> see? see how much better that sounds? To <laughs> play a soundbite for you through your tech of Mark Murphy <laughs> talking into some piece of tech. Well, uh, technically, uh, a trade that we know is going to happen hasn't happened yet. Roll it. Obviously, we have the draft coming up. Hey, you're in free agency. It might be- yeah, and you know we've got no other news really going on. You know, just- <laughs> now uh, we are. Uh, I would love to tell you everything you want to know about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, but uh, I've under <laughs> sworn secrecy not to say anything. <laughs> I like Mark Murphy a lot. <laughs> I do. I've met him many different times. I've I've had, you know, nice chit-chats with him. Nice guy. <sighs> you know what the Jets should do? The Jets should drag this. They should drag it out. They should drag it out. They should drag it out. Yes, Why? they should. 
Drag it out past the draft. Hmm. Drag it out past the draft. That's what they should do. Because? Because they should use the draft choices. Yeah, because the Packers couldn't get any choices yeah. to help Jordan Love. Yeah. No, no, no. no. You're suddenly, yeah, okay. Use the draft choices. We'll use them. Because we know eventually you're going to give them to us because you're not keeping them. Oh, September 1st. That's a, that's a long day. Can they actually go all the way through training camp and all that business? Nobody wants to do that. The Jets should drag it out past the draft. Do me a favor, Chris. What do you got, Rich? You, you were talking about the newest mock draft. Yeah, Daniel Jeremiah. My man, Daniel Jeremiah. Of course. A.K.A. Move the Sticks. Yeah, buddy. I will be sitting with him on the draft set. Mock draft 3.0. Ah, it's his third one. Oh. Tell me mean? who he's had. Who does he have the Jets drafting 13th oh, overall? Rich. That everybody in New York thinks willy-nilly. Let's just flip that first round pick. To Green Bay. Go for it. 13th overall. Yeah, who are the, the Jets? York who does he have Jets drafted? Edge rusher from Georgia. Nolan Smith. Yeah, let's just flip Nolan Smith. The opportunity to take the fastest defensive end I've seen at the Combine. And a delightful human who called into the show to talk about his life and his journey. Daniel called him the most explosive edge rusher in the draft. Why do the Jets need him? They desperately need Rodgers. Get my point. And here's the interesting thing is that we are all assuming it's Gutekunst holding up the Jets and the Jets holding up the, the Packers, that they haven't agreed to that. Why do I have a sneaky suspicion that that's all been hammered out and this is a financial situation at stake? Why do I have this feeling? I don't know. My spidey sense is going off there too. When Rogers says doing right by him. Does that mean doing right by him to let him go now and the draft compensation that's coming back from the Jets to Green Bay? Is that doing right by Aaron? Don't gut the Jets of the ammunition to reload it with youth. Like that's what his concern is. He wants more young guys on the team all of a sudden. Is that what it is? Why is Rodgers talking about doing right by him? There's a lot going on here. And we don't know what's going on. As Rodgers likes to point out, we don't know. <laughs> Rich Eisen or whatever his name is. <laughs> but all I'm saying is nobody's going to come into the Rich Eisen Show Tech Summit and tell me to give up a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers right now when it could be Nolan Smith of Georgia that the Jets can get another young Turk to come in with Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall and the rest of those young kids and sit around and say, nobody believes in the Jets. Let's get somebody who said everybody thought Georgia was only going to win six football games <laughs> on their way to rampaging the rest of college football. Let's get that guy. Oh, no. You know what? Desperately need Aaron Rodgers so much. Just let's give up that opportunity. Unless it's all about money. And we don't know. But one thing we do know, Aaron Rodgers not yet the man in New York. Yeah. So, that's part of our backdrop of this world today. As we hit our first commercial break of this Tuesday program. Right in the middle of March 2023 on a day where we not only talk to Orlando Brown Jr. coming up next, 
and Baker Mayfield, now of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Mitch Henderson, now of uh, the Sweet 16, head coach of the Princeton Tigers basketball, and then D.J. Moore of the Carolina Panthers, of uh, formerly the Carolina Panthers, uh, who, by the way, um, it's like 2011 all over again. They have the first overall pick, and Cam Newton's working out in an Auburn pro day. Hey, now. What year is it? <laughs> DJ Moore now a Chicago Bears, we know. So let's take a break here on this 2023 version of the Rich Eisen Show. Orlando Brown Jr., formerly of the Chiefs, now the Cincinnati Bengals, coming up. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, radio network. Part of the Rich Eisen Show live stream right here on the Roku channel. I'm at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. We're going to get Orlando Brown Jr. on the phone here from the Cincinnati Bengals. He's not yet, he's not yet on? Not You're yet getting, on. All right. Uh, I did not... Um, see the World Baseball Classic semifinal between Mexico and Japan. Just saw the highlights of it. Saw um, Japan take uh, uh, the lead, if not for Randy Orozarena, just leaping up and making the most nonchalant home run stealing <laughs> grab I've ever <laughs> seen. So to good. the point where, <laughs> so and he kept such it. a stone face yeah. to it. Just like that I, I would never want to play poker with Randy Rosarena. <laughs> I, I, I thought, I, I believe even the hitter needed 
just hold up the ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like show me that you got show it. Show me that you got it. <laughs> yeah. Like he was slow playing uh-huh. a home run stealing grab. I've never I've never seen that before. Me neither. It was tremendous. And then Japan um fell down three nothing, got a, a three run jack tying up from the future Boston Red Sox star, right? Yeah. Yoshida, man. He just had a great WBC. Came through last night. Tied it up, Mexico takes the lead, and then Japan walks it off. Walks it off. Otani went off the inning, double. Another guy gets on. Jack off the wall. Future New York Yankee, Shohei Otani, scoring the uh, game-winning run. Only in your dreams. That is true. We all know the Mets are going to spend way more than anybody else. (laughs) It's going to be so amazing. (laughs) Future New York Met. Well, he's not a Met yet. You know why? We know. We know why? Because he's he's still not hurt in in the World Baseball Classic. Oh, here you go. And so, is it too soon? I mean, you're, you're trying to take a swipe at me, and you know you're. I'm not trying to take a swipe. I'm not trying to take a swipe. I think you are, and that's just wrong. That's wrong. By the way, speaking of a Rosarina, do you see the man's after he robs a home run? He's signing autographs in the yeah, middle of the game. In the middle of the game, it's great. Disrespect is real. You know, while well, he's in the middle of the game, and he's Chris. wearing that giant sombrero pregame, talking to Big Poppy and Pedro. Like it was just a, a really fun, wild, crazy atmosphere. An awesome game. Two countries going at it. Tonight's game is arguably going to be the most watched baseball game of all time ever in the history of the world. Because Japan it's, and because, USA. Because everyone yeah. in Japan Everyone in Japan is going to be tuned in to watch. And everyone in America is... Casually going to tune okay, in. Okay, okay. Unless you're a hardcore <laughs> just baseball know, fan. I just want to know what you're going to... I'll watch it tonight. I don't think the patriotism really follows the sports world when it comes to us sometimes. Because we all this. should be watching this. I, mean, I think Olympics is dialed up. On the Patriotism World Cup, too. Well, I mean, that's when you said yesterday in Overreaction Monday, it's the greatest. It's better than the World exhibition Cup. <laughs> tournament that's ever been had, and it's better than the World Cup I mean, because you USA can't call gonna win tonight. <laughs> you don't call a World Cup an exhibition, but I, I guess you, you know. can. I mean, because right. it this does. Is a, this is an exhibition. Well, I mean, it matters significantly uh, on a national scale for these home countries. I would say the players are very, very invested. They, and, you could see they're really into it. you can just see it. it. They're having such a great time. And all the Keith Obermans of the world can just pound sand. Like, okay, oh. like, get, off, like get off my lawn, Keith. I mean, come on. Enjoy the games. They've been amazing. I'm sure he enjoys games. the game. I mean, I don't want to ever speak for him. He enjoys the games. Just, you know, seeing guys go down for the season. Injuries are fluke. Injuries are, you know, bad luck of happenstance. Like it could happen at any moment. I could slip and fall walking home. Be careful. It's raining outside. I don't know if you yeah, if you know that. Why I said that. It's raining sideways. <laughs> so that's tonight's game. Who's starting? Do we know who's starting? Not clear yet. I got to check that out. We Hugh Darvish was supposed to start for Japan tonight, but I don't think he Who's starting for the uh, for for the Americans? Who's starting for for us now that I'm invested? Now you're in, Rich. You're in. <laughs> you don't even know. I you love this know. exhibition so much. It's the greatest thing ever. The most people well, are going to watch it, and you don't even know. A guy named Merrill Kelly. There you go. Can't wait. I also say Rose Arena probably had the coldest reaction Dude. to doing something amazing since Robert Ori hit that shot against the Kings. But you could see the ball going through the net. You knew it was an actual score. His reaction was different. Yeah. This one, you need to actually know. Did you catch the ball or not? <laughs> True. And his reaction was, again, you know, he when you're playing poker, there. just I've called you, turn your cards over. You have aces or not. So when you hit the ball <laughs> damn near over the fence, you call somebody else's hand. Show your hand, literally, what's in your glove. Man, that was cold-blooded. It sure was. <laughs> I mean, Got this it. is cold, man. <laughs> it sure was. 
Joining us now on the Rich Eisen Show for the first time, I, I do not believe he has been a guest on this program, but uh, as we've pointed out, um, he is uh, absolutely going to the very top of the flow chart when it comes to him protecting quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, our second-hour guest in college, then Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. What did he do when he was in Baltimore? Uh, Lamar won MVP. Got it. Okay. And when this guest was in Kansas City, his quarterback last year. His quarterback was uh, Patrick Mahomes. And he, and what he, did he do? He, he, he won the MVP. So Joe yeah. Burrow is going to be the MVP because Orlando Brown Jr. is now on the Cincinnati Bengals joining us in the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Orlando? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you for having me on. That was a heck of an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would like that. Uh, well, And I give up to give up uh, – the props to T.J. Jefferson here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. You pointed that out, T.J. It's a, gr- it's a group effort. Are Rich. you? Do you realize that the, the guys that you protect turn into the MVPs? Is that what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of do, man. Uh, it's, it's a little <laughs> weird being the one constant, but I've been very fortunate to be a part of some really good organizations, man. Blocked from some amazing quarterbacks, playing with some great coaches as well. So it's all worked out really well for me. Well, let's just jump right into it. Why are you a Cincinnati Bengal right now, Orlando? Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, for me, it was just the best best fit. Um, you know, obviously, given the circumstances, man, I, I felt like, you know, it was a, it's an organization that's, that's right there on the cusp of being a Super Bowl uh, team. And they were just in that game two years ago. I've played them my whole time I've been in the NFL. I've played against them the last two years in the AFC Championship. So uh, I kind of knew, knew the type of uh, coaches they had, front office and players, and uh, camaraderie they got in that locker room. So, uh, it was it was definitely a, a situation that was very hard for me to pass up. Is it is it because you wanted to sit in a stone throne and hold uh, this big uh, large stick? Is that is that what it was? I mean, you could have done this in Kansas City, but it would have been odd. Is that what it is? I hear you, Orlando. We're showing that picture right now. Uh, I mean, but again, I think I, I you know, look, you're a smart guy, and so uh, I'll just go right through the door. You're in Kansas City. You win a Super Bowl. You're part of an offensive line that shuts out one of the most stout front sevens we've seen uh, win in NFC Championship in Philadelphia, it would strike me as a spot that you'd want to stay. So uh, I guess why? What, what happened there that you're willing to share? Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to stay. But, you know, man, sometimes, you know, in the sport, especially on this level, it's, it's a lot of business that goes on. And, uh, you know, there are business decisions on my side, Kansas City side, that uh, kind of, you know, brought us to this point. And, uh, man, I, you know, I would have loved nothing more than to be a chief uh, for the rest of my career. But, uh, like I said, man, business is business. And the way that things work out, they work out. And I have no animosity. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited for the opportunity to be a Bengal. And, um, man, I mean, you know, like I said, it's, just, it's unfortunate how it worked out. But, man, business is business at the end of the day. I, my loyalty resides with who feeds my family. And and obviously, uh, you you can definitely eat um, as a Cincinnati Bengal. Uh, and no you would know you would know as a former Chief that you're going <laughs> to most likely face the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game now as a Bengal. So, um, what what have you learned so far at all, if anything? I know it's just a, a first week of Joe Burrow. Yeah, man, I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to him uh, for the first time, man, and. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, it's clear and understood why he's one of the best in the game. Uh, he's got a ton of football knowledge. He really loves the game. He loves the, to work. Uh, you know, he's not in it for the clout, man. He's in it for the Super Bowls. And, you know, he's not even in it for the personal accolades. You know, this is a guy that really cherishes competing, cherishes 
playing ball. Um, and, you know, he's got that basketball-like mindset somewhat. You know, he's a guy that loves basketball, and he just he loves the opportunity to win his one-on-ones. And, you know, I say that hypothetically speaking, obviously from the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he loves that. He loves to compete. And, you know, for me as an offensive lineman, I mean, I couldn't ask for more. You know, obviously coming from some of the players that I've already played with, uh, you know, I can see that similar like mindset in him. And so um, Burrow, uh, ha- ha- from what I've been told, has this cool demeanor um, in the <laughs> huddle and all the time. What was he like just chit-chatting with him? Oh, no, super cool, man, super cool. I definitely say that nickname is fitting. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk a little bit uh, about last year um, yep. and, and what happened with the Kansas City Chiefs and how things started to just catch fire for you guys towards yep. the end. What what did click for this team upon, you know, um, we all know about what the offseason changes and things of that nature, but what do you mm-hmm. think did click for the Kansas City Chiefs that, that, that got you a ring, Orlando? Yeah, I mean, I think in the sport of football, man, you know, especially when you're – a team that's got a quarterback like 15, um, I think it's important not to peak too early. And so often, you know, we see teams come out firing in September, firing in October, and by the time they get to January, they aren't the same team that they were then. And um, I think Coach Reed, uh, the staff, uh, 15, everyone did an amazing job all year staying the course. We were battle-tested. We had been in some very uh, tough games, some dogfights. But we were battle-tested, and we just understood, you know, the, the assignment and understood what we needed to do. And I feel as though throughout the season, throughout each week, we just got hotter and better and hotter and better and hotter and better. And I feel like we personally, we, we played our best game uh, in Super Bowl 57. And it, as I said, it was, it was a real tough year, you know, as far as, you know, some of the, the losses that we had and even some of the wins we had, you know, the, to be able to win that AFC West championship in, in Houston was crazy. I mean, that was a dogfight. That that game was was insane, and, and you know you see kind of the way that it ended. But um, man, I mean, and there were so many different games like that throughout the season that really tested us, and and, and we were able to prevail. What was uh, fifteen? You referred to Mahomes as by his uniform number. What was oh, yeah. he? What was he like coming back in the huddle after he hurt his ankle, and you knew something significant had happened? Yeah, I mean, he kind of you know you kind of felt that energy on the sideline. Um, you know, what I mean, it was just like. Pat's one of the most fiercest competitors, and it's the reason it's the reason he's the number one player in this league because of the way that he competes and the way that he approaches the game. And he's got a ton of faith in his work ethic. So coming in that huddle, I mean, it was just kind of understood. Like, hey, man, this is we're here for a reason. Uh, we didn't come to play in the Super Bowl; we came to win it. Uh, nothing much, honestly, not much was said except for at halftime there. And I mean, it's just, it's like, like I said, it's just one of those things where you kind of understood. You know, we had been tested all year. Uh, 15 had been de- dealing with his ankle. And I mean, man, it's just, you know, he, he's one of the, he's one of the most fiercest competitors I've ever been around in my life. You got an example of that? Cause, you know, we're hearing more and more about that um, as, as the winning and the championships now are beginning to pile up now that yeah. it's multiple. You got a good example of, of, of his competitive spirit? Orlando? Yeah, big time, man. I mean, I think you know, take football aside. You know, they they play a little bit of a uh, play a little bit of a uh, basketball in a locker room, and it's nothing seriously competitive. But uh, Pat's gonna make it competitive, and he's real big on winning. Um, me and Joe Tooney are elite at beer pong, elite, elite teammates. Okay, and uh, this is something that that we play pretty often. And going against Pat and Trav, I mean. 
past not going out without a fight. <laughs> and uh, it's something that, you know, the mentality and the mindset that he kind of carries throughout life and everything that he does, uh, whether that be in the film room, hmm. whether that be something silly like bingo. Um, I mean, it's, it shows up uh, day in, day out. When you say elite, uh, what what's the example of uh, what does an elite beer pong player look like? <laughs> I mean, what do you got? What's elite? What's your uh, what's man, what? I mean, what do you got? For like, you? I mean, man, just the consistency and the shots dropping. Consistency, um, playing tit for tat, playing off of each other. I miss a shot, he makes it. I make okay. a shot, he makes it. Balls are back. Mm. I mean, you know, and it's it's uh, not necessarily complicated, but. <laughs> it's kind of what goes into it. Okay. And then uh, last one for you on the Chiefs here. Uh, did you know that what was a holding call on Bradbury? Um, did you see it? Was the play in front of you on Juju? Or were you were just uh, at, you were obviously uh, otherwise engaged and then saw a flag on the field in the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. it was one of those situations where, uh, man, I, I want to say uh, Pat was kind of like falling back. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I can't remember how it necessarily transpired. I remember grabbing Pat, and he's like holding, pointing, holding, and I look over, and it's a flag. And so I look at Philly's sideline to see their initial reaction. Their heads are down. I'm like, oh, snap. So it's obviously on the defense. And, um, man, I mean, he comes back in the huddle. He's like church mode, church mode. You know, I think next play, Jet McKinney kind of slides right there at the one. Um, We were taking these, and trying to get the get the uh, ball centered up. I mean, it was, it was crazy how so it all transpired. So taking knees is called church mode in Kansas yeah, City? So, is that what you're saying? Yeah, church, yeah, church mode. Yeah, church mode is like a uh, situation where you don't want to score. Um, mm-hmm. Don't ask me where it started. That's more of a question for uh, Coach Reed. Okay, sorry. But, uh, Got it. All right. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so but right score. away, right away, the clock management math was done. Uh, on the spot, so everybody knew. And so it wasn't just McKinnon uh, having a dawn on him around the two-yard line to slide down in bounds. It was, it, was, it was reminded in the huddle prior to all of that, is what you're saying. Oh, big time, big time. And I don't okay. ever want to take credit away from any player, sure. but, I mean, it's the NFL, man. Normally, all of those situations are practiced. Got it. Uh, Orlando Brown Jr., a few minutes left with the new Cincinnati Bengal. Um, now it looks like you're going to tangle with your old team twice a year, uh, obviously, yep. uh, in Baltimore. What yep. insight to Lamar can you give all of us as we're sitting around wondering about what's going on with him and your former team? And you've obviously done business yep. with them, and that's part of the reason mm-hmm. why you wound up in Kansas City, left tackle, right yep. tackle, what you thought yep. you wanted to be. Um, yep. So what insight can you possibly give the rest of us? right now yeah Orlando yeah I mean I, I think when it comes to the Lamar situation it gets tricky because of how much money is involved at the quarterback position and you know I, I'm with him on asking for a fully guaranteed contract because of the standard that's been set obviously with Deshaun mm-hmm. um and but it's a lot of money and those things take time uh the draft hasn't happened yet these teams are trading up everyone's trying to see who's going to fall to them what are their needs? What's important? Because at the end of the day, I mean, personally, the way that I kind of look at it is, um, and, and I know it's kind of said like this, but I don't believe this. I believe that the quarterback's pot is the quarterback's pot for a franchise. What Joe Burrow makes doesn't necessarily affect how, what Jamar Chase or T. Higgins is going to make. What Aaron Rodgers make, like I, I personally feel as though those decisions are based off of however front office feels about that player mm-hmm. as far as outside of the quarterback. So wherever Lamar goes, I believe that it's going to take a little bit of time. Some of these teams are probably still trying to figure out who's going to fall to them in a the draft. 
And, I mean, I think he's going to end up in a great situation if it is somewhere else. Um, I do know that, you know, obviously Baltimore has a special place in his heart. I know that uh, the franchise definitely um, feels a special way about him as well. So, um, man, I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a tough situation to be in for any player, but it's also a good situation because, uh, I mean, something good is going to come out of it for both sides. I guess uh, to put a finer point on it, Orlando is what makes him tick. Because if it was about money, um, he could have already gotten an incredible <clears throat> chunk guaranteed. Uh, not all guaranteed. It seems like it's about the principle of it. Um, and, and I don't, and that, that what makes him tick isn't what makes most people tick. That's the, I I don't even know if I could, if I could stay on that one for you. I just, I like, like he's another guy that just, he loves to win and he loves the quarterback position. Um, man. So, you know, I, I don't really have a ton of insight because I haven't really dove into it on him with that, but man, I mean, it's never been about the money for him. You know, it's, it's definitely about winning and, you know, I say it all to say, as players, you know, as you, what you do for a living, yeah. um, you know, it's all about respect as well as, you know, other things as far as winning too. So, um, you know, the principle, whatever whatever that may be, um, I mean, I feel like that may be a little bit of it, but, man, to him I know what's most important is winning. Uh, last one for you, Orlando Brown Jr. I've got Baker Mayfield coming up next hour. You got a good story about you, uh, you got a good story there you want to share? <laughs> Uh, man, that's Baker Mayfield story. Yeah, um, what do you got? Man, so I was in college. I uh, I was not paying my car note. I got my car note snatched. I got my car snatched, and we just got out of breakfast. I'm mm-hmm. looking for my car. I can't find my car. I see Bake in the uh, I see Bake in the parking lot. I'm like, hey, listen, they came and snatched my car. Come with me, bro. We're gonna go get my car back. I just need you to show face. They'll let me pay this car note. They'll let me pay half of what I owe if they just see your face. And so he's like, all right, let's do it. So he took me up there, show a face. I got my car. <laughs> just because it's Baker Mayfield wow. and it's yeah. it's it's hey. Oklahoma. and Hey, man, his name rings bills. <laughs> it's like the price is right. You get a brand new car. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, yeah. now, now, I mean, times are different now for you. You just, you're, you're good. You're, you're, Hell, you're good I'm now. Congra- congratulations. <laughs> congratulations on everything going on with you. Um, look for more of my phone calls. I would love to, you know, keep in touch and, and, and hear from you as you're now part of a, another new top notch winning organization uh, in Absolutely. the league. So congrats yes. on that. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. What, I appreciate it. Pleasure chatting with you, sir. That's uh, Orlando Brown Jr. New four-year, sixty-plus million-dollar contract in Cincinnati, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Show face. <laughs> wow. Only pay half my note, and I am money now too, man. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a great interview, man. Hey, Bake. They all have to pay half my note if you show <laughs> up. With me real all right, quick. let's do it. He said his name rings bells like Sunday at twelve o'clock. You know, just ding, ding. Hey, Rich, can we try that when I'm getting a new car? I don't think month? I've got that much juice for you. Dang it! I'll show though. All right, thanks. <laughs> my face might uh, ring bells in Van Nuys or wherever you're going and pick up your car. <laughs> Who knows? Keys, keys, keys. Never know. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, you want to talk about a deflated market in the NFL. The running back market. Jeez. Austin Eckler 
scores touchdowns for a living and can't seem to get a gig with a long-term contract associated with it, not even from his current team or if he's shopping around. At any rate, uh, that's coming up next. If you miss what Austin Eckler had to say on our friend Chris Long's pod, don't miss this. Coming up next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back here on the program. Great chat with Orlando Brown Jr. We got to get him in the mix during the season, don't you think? I like that. Yeah. Next time he's on, I should, you know what I should, one thing I should have brought up to him, you know, the year he ran at the combine, he ran a time that Mayock called historically low is five eight five. I literally thought for the first time on the air I could get somebody <laughs> when oh, yeah. he ran his forty, and he didn't have a very good combine. Just goes to show you the evaluation process is just a piece. The combine is just a piece. Yeah, because the guy who ran so historically slow is now. Uh, Historically enriched. <laughs> Say that again. You know, so. Tuesdays with Zeus during the regular season? I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, let's talk about this. The free agent market for running backs. It interests me. Because you've got, he's not a free agent. He's been told he can go look for a new team to be traded to. So... It's kind of a restricted free agency, right? Because <laughs> the Chargers can essentially match whatever Austin Eckler finds on the market for himself. He's in the last year of a deal. He's twenty. He's 28 now? Or is he 27 turning 28? You all know the magic number for running backs is, unfortunately for him, the number on his back. He'll be 28 in a couple months. 30 is what he wears, and he'll be 28 in a couple of months. And last year, 18 touchdowns. 18 touchdowns for him. He had 20 a year before. <laughs> next one, ne- next closest guy in terms of touchdowns scored over the last two years to Eckler is 26 by James Conner of Arizona. Nobody can compare in terms of touchdown making for him. 
but he's a running back, so that you don't pay him. Why? And I think the example why is Isaiah Pacheco. The current world champs of the sport drafted Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers. Not exactly your, with all due respect, collegiate hotbed. Nice sneaking that in. I had to at the very last second because New Jersey, as you know, is a terrific football state. They are a great okay. football state. So Isaiah Pacheco, seventh round pick out of Rutgers, 830 rushing yards, leads the Kansas City Chiefs in rushing. 830. Doesn't even run for 1,000. So you, the, the defending champions of the sport did not need a running back to run for 1,000 yards. And they got a couple of touchdowns out of him on the year. Not many. They did get one in the Super Bowl, though. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. That you see all those kids at the combine. Who's this year's Isaiah Pacheco? There's going to be one. There's many of them in there. They look terrific at the combine. If you can draft somebody seventh round, all he does is run for 830 yards and you're fine. Now, clearly you have to have an offense like the Chiefs and an, an offense that where, by the way, you have an MVP at the quarterback position, but you also have an MVP at the tight end position. And that's where I want to expand this conversation. I looked it up because I'm a lead pipe wielding professional. I don't know if you saw me taking notes before the show, sitting here at the desk. It's not just me doing things just to look busy. Oh, we thought you just didn't want to talk to us in the morning. Uh, That's true, too. That's what I thought, too. (laughs) 18 teams had a leading rusher on their team with more yards than Pacheco. 18. Wow. And eight made the playoffs. And we all know it didn't win the Super Bowl, 13 teams were led by a rusher with fewer yards than Pacheco. Fewer. And five of them made the playoffs. And two of them that made the playoffs were led by quarterbacks, Baltimore and Lamar, Buffalo and Allen. So they made the playoffs even with a leading rusher with fewer rushing yards than Pacheco. Joe Mixon had 16 fewer rushing yards than Pacheco. Christian McCaffrey was the leading rusher for the San Francisco 49ers, and as we all know, he only showed up in in October. And uh, Leonard Fournette for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had fewer rushing yards leading the Buccaneers, who were, by the way, a historically bad rushing team. But then there's the question of touchdowns here. Touchdowns. Eckler had 18 of them. And the crazy thing is you take a look at double-digit touchdown scores in the NFL. Only six were non-running backs. And one of them was Travis Kelsey with 12. So they didn't, Kansas City, get their touchdowns from their running back. They got it from their tight end. It has to come from somewhere, right? The only other running back, non-running backs with double-digit touchdowns this year, Devontae Adams with 14, Jalen Hurts with 13, Kelsey with 12, Stephon Diggs, Kittle, and A.J. Brown with 11. That's it. Everyone else, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 
The other 14 double-digit touchdown makers in the NFL were running backs. Why are they devalued? They're the ones scoring. But the receivers pay that guy his money. I guess it's because you can't find the receivers or the tight ends in the draft so quickly. Yeah, I was going to say of that. Is running, that what it is? Of that running back list, like where were all those guys drafted? I don't know where they were drafted, but Austin Eckler, we all know, wasn't yeah. highly drafted. Right. Jamal Williams was number two on the list. Derrick Henry, McCaffrey, Chubb, Hurts, Zeke, Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Sanders, McKinnon, Cooks, Barkley, and Najee Harris. So take Hertz out of that mix because I put him in both columns by accident. A handful of first-round picks there. I get it, but why are the running back? This guy, Eckler scored 18, Jamal Williams scored 17, and he winds up with the Saints on a sweetheart deal. So the NFL's getting their touchdowns from the running back position, but suddenly the Lions are like, yeah, we'll get those 17 from someone else. And the Chargers are like to the eight, guy with the 18 touchdowns, go find another team if you'd like. And the other teams are like not jumping at the chance. I guess to you get know, them. if those touchdowns are inside the five, anybody can run it in from there. I, I don't know. This but, is what, hold on, this is what Eckler had to say. I, I hope we still have the time for it. But it's what Austin Eckler had to say on our friend Chris Long's podcast. Bro, it's, it's brutal out here, man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. As far as the running back market and how we're getting treated right now, yeah. what do we got to do to get paid as running backs to our actual value and not just be getting like, you know, a few mil when we're out here? Like I said, literally scored 20 touchdowns last year, 1,600 all purpose yards, right? Like, and I can't get an extension. You're like, you don't want me here? Like, yeah. like <laughs> wait a minute. I'm, am I missing something here? I'm, like, what am I missing? So it, it's confusing and frustrating at the same time. Yeah. I get it. He's like, I've scored 18 touchdowns. Forget about the fact that I had 915 yards rushing, by the way, which is just a handful more than Pacheco, who I use as the, is, is the, the guy for a reason. Drafted in the seventh round, scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs win it. You know, and so... Are rushing touchdowns the new RBIs? I, I don't know. Batting average. Because you know. where do you think the Chargers are going to get those 18 touchdowns from? Maybe a couple more from Keenan Allen if Mike Williams stays healthy. Yeah, the next guy they draft. If, like I said, if, if his so, rushing touchdowns are, know. are inside the five, anybody can run those. But he in. can also take it in from the 15 to 20. You could see that. Oh, yeah. He's a major red zone threat for this team. The Chargers feel like just you can walk. And why isn't another team saying, we'll take you? Yeah. That's the thing. 38 touchdowns in two years. Who wants it? Then how do they also account for his 107 catches last year? That's another thing, too. Everything else that this guy brings to the table. That's 107 balls caught. That's why you're talking about rushing yards. That's one thing. It's touchdowns in the end zone, and it's the running back position that's scoring the touchdowns. Again, I have listed everybody who had double-digit touchdowns in the 2022 season. Six were non-running backs. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Baker's dozen were running backs. But you pay the receivers and the tight ends and not the running backs. Because I guess you can get the next running back to join this double-digit touchdown list in the draft. Although I'm not seeing anybody who was a rookie last year on this list. Just food for thought. 
coming up, Mitch Henderson of Princeton Basketball. <laughs> 